This is JFM Podcast. to you then thank you so much for choosing j101.9 fm you're on to the show let's talk your political social political and current affairs shows right here on j101.9 fm it's a beautiful tuesday it is the 10th of october 2023 a good day and um, a bright tuesday morning and i hope that um yeah permit me to say you woke up on the right side of bed um you woke up feeling good you woke up feeling all right um i hope that um, your dreams and aspirations were not cut short and you still are hoping for better days ahead if not just for yourself for the country to at last because if the country is better you definitely will be feeling better so welcome to the show this morning well today which is world mental health day we will be discussing that and looking at how it has affected nigerians um what best strategies we can put in place to be feel better as people because they say um in this country we joke a lot but we we know that sometimes behind some of those jokes are tears and we would see how we can tackle that today but before i introduce my guest who is already with me in the studio a few stories we're following at the hour israeli palestinian conflict sparks fresh fears of fuel price hike now several filling stations in parts of abuja did not dispense premium motor spirit which is pms otherwise known as petrol that's yesterday throwing more tourists and residents into panic over fears of fresh outbreak of few scarcity in Niger's capital city it also showed that several filling stations in the kuwambwari area of the federal capital territory were empty as motorists who stopped to buy fuel were informed that the products was not available now as a result of this development queues formed at some filling stations at the kuwa expressway which dispensed the product now motorists who engaged in panic buying when it was discovered that some filling stations was not dispensing fuel claimed that there are indications of an imminent hike in the fuel pump price i hope that it doesn't go beyond that so i'm right here too claims that federal government has returned subsidy on fuel baseless carry says now the group the group managing director of the nigerian national petroleum corporation limited and npcl mele Kiari has denied allegations making the rounds that the federal government may be paying subsidy on fuel imports to stabilize the price amidst forex infectation and Kiari, who met with the president bola metinibu at the presidential villa claimed that the market forces of demand and supply was simply playing out the NNPC GMD also disclosed that over 1.5 billion liters of fuel products are currently in stock, both marine and land. He reasons that this some blinds of queues coming up in parts of the country may be due to little price differentials among the marketers, including poor road networks hampering the transportation of products across the country. His words, and I quote, they have to reroute the trucks around many, many locations for them to be able to reach, and that created delays and some supply gaps. But that has been filled, and we do not see any of such problems again. And secondly, because of the full deregulation that we have in this sector, marketers are now competing amongst themselves. Those are the stories that we are covering at the hour. And also, Jacob Ogoon said he is alive, so you should dispel such 
um, death rumors that are going on right there. But welcome to the show this morning to discuss some mental health um, and how we in Nigeria are taking it into cognizance and how we're dealing with it as Nigerians. This morning I'm joined by Mr. Matthew Adiwale, who is a public health practitioner with MedLab Scientists and Aping Joss or Aping Joss, Youth, I beg your pardon. Welcome to the show. It's good to have you here. Good morning. Good morning, Nigeria. Good morning, Plateau States. Good morning to us all. Yes. Thank you, Abigail, for having me again at the studio. Yes, it's good to have you here. It's World Mental Health Day, which is a good day for us to look at this, um, actually, very much. Um, a lot of stigma comes around um, mental health. A lot of people are, are of the opinion. I do not want to go to tell people that i was discussing just this morning um mm. i don't want to go to a psychiatric <laughs> home i don't want people to label me as not being okay i don't want people to label me as maybe somebody who is not in the right frame of mind a lot of people have such um derogatory statements when you mention that oh you're going to see a therapist or a psychiatrist and it's really sad that we are experiencing that in the country so about 25 to 30 percent of nigerians actually suffer from mental illness and less than 10% of this population have access to professional assistance. And though their policies mm -hmm. admit um, at addressing mental health issues in Nigeria, in-depth information on mental health services in Nigeria is non-existent. Now, this makes it really difficult to identify areas of needs, coordinate activities of advocacy groups, and make an informed decision about policy direction. And in effect, there is continued neglect of mental health issue. And let me ask you, Mr. Matthew Adewale, in our current dispensation in 2023, yeah. mm. why do we still find negligence when it comes to mental health or mental innocence? Okay, thank you very, very much. The mental health is a responsibility of both individual and the government. And in as much that uh, we have a government that is not ready to do the right thing or not having the love of the masses at heart, definitely mental challenges will come. Mm. Mental challenges can arise from both individual, government, policy makers, and uh, policy decision. Uh, the 2023 World Mental Health Day, with a team this year, mental health is a universal human right. Mm. So we can see here that it's a human right. It's a right of everybody, every individual. And the primary purpose of uh, the government is security of life and purpose of uh, properties of uh, her citizenry. Of course. And once this is a uh, default, definitely, you know, people will not be in the right frame of mind. Our common slogan is that everybody have five minutes crazy or madness per day. Mm. You know, it's a common slogan. You hear Nigerians say, I'm not all right, too. <laughs> I'm not okay, when they're know, especially when they're fighting. Today, it has been modified. They say it's mood swing. Mm. They say, oh, this person is having mood swing. And uh, so many things, we are modifying it. So when we talk about uh, mental health, it is a very critical aspect of life. Believe in me, if someone is not mentally okay, there is no how physically emotionally and otherwise that that person can be doing the right thing. Okay. So mental health is the balance between an aspect of life, your social life, your physical life, your spiritual life, your emotional life. And if you look at it today, no average Nigeria is mentally okay. Mm. Because if you say you are uh, health-wise, you are okay, what of economic-wise? What of social-wise? What of emotional-wise? Okay? Mm. So mental health is a state of well-being, how you feel, how you act, how you handle stress? As I was entering in, I heard you saying, <laughs> oh, the stress is much, okay? So how you handle stress? Mm. How do you relate with people, you know? 
colleagues in the office, colleagues in uh, the school and other places, how you make choices. Mm. Okay? So you can see that uh, it's uh, in between an individual and your environment. Because if you are okay, what if your environment is not okay? That's very true. You may be driving, you may say, oh, I have not hit somebody. What if someone hits you? Mm. <laughs> you know, it will set in a state of mental health on you. And you know, uh, mental health is real and uh, we must uh, have this at the back of our mind. It's real. Mental health is not a sign of weakness to say, oh, because this person is not mentally stable, is mm. weak. No. Uh, it's, a re it's real. It's not a fake news. No. Okay? And it's not a shameful thing to say, oh, I'm not okay now. Can you give me some time out? You understand? Yes. At every time in Tava, people get stressed. These days, we call it mood swing and so many other things. You understand? Mm -hmm. So, it's not a shameful thing to say, oh, look, at this particular time, please, I need some time for myself. I need some time out. So it's not a shameful thing. So it is something everybody has. Everybody. Whether we like it or not, we pass through stress. The stress of coming out from home, the stress of thinking of what to eat. A lot of families today cannot be a three square meal. Very true. You know, a lot of families are even battling to pay house rent, which is a very big challenge. You know, as a man of the house, you keep thinking, you keep thinking, where do I meet up needs? Mm. You know? The Nigerian government has pushed us to the extreme mm. from COVID, COVID-19. We move to change of currency. We move to a financial policy where you cannot withdraw more than 20,000 era. You know, those uh, era of uh, crisis of uh, the financial sector, mm. you know. And currently, we're battling with subsidy. Yeah. You understand? So many people have parked their cars. So many people, organizations are folding up because they cannot sustain. So the economy is not smiling, and that's enough mental stress on individual. It's enough mental stress on family. Mm. It's enough mental stress because a lot of people are beginning to consider what is this life all about? Am I going to make it? Mm. Is this how, uh, you know, the common slogan, Shana, like this, you go, they, they, yeah. you know? Mm. So a lot of people are beginning to think of suicidal effects. You know, and if you look at it, more than 47 million people hmm, mm. are mentally uh, having one mental challenge. They, they say other. as long as you have a brain. Yes. You, as long as you have a brain. More than 47. So mm. one out of five is mentally having mental challenge. Mental uh, uh, challenge. And if you look at it, at least most people that are having mental issues, their next option is to resort into suicide. Mm. I want to go and kill myself. In fact, this life no matter again. And we're seeing a lot of prevalent cases, especially right here in Nigeria, yes. of people wanting to commit suicide. Yes. And I wanted to ask you, let, let's, let's talk about the uh, mental health policies so far in Nigeria. Mm. I remember that it, it was way back as 1958, and mm. later there was one in 2003, mm. and later there was one that was withdrawn because of there was no considerable... The Cons no conclusion. Conclusion. There was no mm. progress, and it was withdrawn in 2009. That was in April, mm. and in four years later, in 2013, again, mm. it was brought up. Um, why do you think that, uh, especially in this country, Nigeria, we do not take mental health seriously? We just think that it's it's not something. As, as long as you're not dying, mm. it's not a terminal disease. So they don't. We don't. We wouldn't put it into cognizance that it's something we should look out for. We have parastatals who do not. Um, check on their workers we we also during the time of the electioneering period where um, a lot of uh, medical personnel were saying let us subject our political leaders to going through um, counseling. some counseling and some exercises mm. why do you think that this part is neglected in our country today yeah you know policies are very very good mm. 
Okay. It was a policy making that brought about uh, staying indoor during COVID-19. It's a policy. Policy also came up about currency issues. You understand? And those uh, policy have an aftermath effect on individual. Mm -hmm. And like I said, the aftermath effect is people trying to commit suicide. The World Mental Health Day was first celebrated in 1992. Mm -hmm. Okay? So you can see the projection yeah. from 1992 to date. And if you look at it, majorly, uh, one out of 12 people are already having plans to commit suicide. I must confess to you, mm. at a point in time when life was so difficult for me too, mm. I thought of it, but my saving grace was if I commit suicide, <laughs> all my Christian race will be, in, uh, 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 will be nothing because at the end of the day, I had killed, I had committed murder. And mm. a lot of people hearing us today are already writing themselves off. Mm. That look, the next option for me is just to kill myself, is just to commit murder because of mental health issues, you know, leading to uh, suicide and other things. So those policies are there. But most times you find out that individuals have a role to play, the government have a role to play. Mm. Okay? Individuals have a role to play, the government have a role to play. Because if you are okay and your environment is not okay, there's no how you can tell me you are okay. Mm. Okay, and if the environment is okay and yet you're not satisfied with it being okay, definitely there will be challenges likewise too. Most times, uh, why the effect of those policies are not well felt is sometimes we feel, oh, man, no, they cry now. You know that kind of slogan. So they have relegated <laughs> it to gender, saying a man shouldn't be yes. shouldn't be vulnerable. Yes, they say, no, man, no, they cry. I'm an adult. I can handle it in my own way. Mm. You know, I'm an adult. You know, those common myths and uh, I'm a strong man. You know, that kind of thing, that I, I'm a strong man, I can handle it. So those common things have made uh, the policies not to be very effective. Because at the end of the day, we tend to swallow it. The stigma is there. Look at, uh, it was it Lagbaja that says Nigeria is suffering and smiling. Yes. Nigeria I is suffering and mm -hmm. smiling. And what we pass through these days, if the whites, the Caucasians, passes through it, then it becomes a very, very big issue. Mm. You understand? So, but in Nigeria, we just... Because of stigma, oh, I don't want to tell anybody that I, I've not eaten since morning so that they will not laugh at me. Oh, I'm a big man, I'm a strong man, so I can accommodate it, I can swallow it. Mm. So, so many of those myths uh, are there. I can tell us today, mental health is something that the government needs to look into today. Because, one, the economy is not smiling. People are not finding the situation funny. Mm. You understand? Well, you know, this same law or this same bill was passed during the Buhari-led administration. That was in um, January of 20... I think, no, February 19th of 2020, there was a public hearing for the bill. It took place, well, um, it was with the Ninth National Assembly, and the bill was proposed to address the establishment and the regulation of mental health and substance abuse services and to protect the rights of people with mental health issues as well as also establish a commission for mental health. And it was signed into law in January of 2023 by President Muhammad Buhari. But so far, so good. Have you seen, yes, it has been signed into law. Has it been implemented? So far, so good. Yeah, the implementation is uh, very weak because at the same time as they're making good policies, mm. in Nigeria we have a lot of policies, but the implementation is where it's lagging. Mm. You will find cross-carpeting policies that are conflicting with each other. Okay, you make a policy on uh, mental health, and at the same time, you are making the economy not friendly for people. So mm. will the policy work? Mm. You make a policy on mental health, and in the whole federation, we have only eight uh, 
a higher tertiary institution to address mental health issues. You see, it's a big challenge. It's a big challenge dedicated to uh, management of mental health issues. Mm. You know, we make policies that in every schools, in every institution, in every organization, there should be counselors, counselors mm. to counsel people. You know, in some organizations, they say, look, we don't have enough manpower, so how can we employ a counselor? Mm. In fact, they don't need a counselor. You know, right. We already have brain drain <laughs> in the medical sector, so adding so, a, a counselor again. So, you see, uh, uh, the policies are there, mm. but the implementations are very, very poor. If I ask uh, GFM now, you, uh, do you have a counselor here? Because some someone may walk overnight Probably or... Me to say we, maybe we have trust <laughs> issues, you never can tell. <laughs> so, because at every point in time, you need someone to, like, share your body with, to, like, cancel you. Oh, mm. I'm passing through this. The stigma is another thing that is driving a lot of people away. And, you know, most of these things, we had said, mental health these days, it starts with uh, a little adjustment. You say, oh, this person has mood swing. Mm. From there, the person uh, eating ability person is not feeling like eating anything he's not feeling like taking anything yeah. you know the person continue to withdraw from society from community from friends from gathering anxiety depression start setting in that oh i'm alone no i can't make it out of life or oh, can i survive this situation mm. can i survive this uh, economic hardship you know you begin to lose self-esteem that oh i'm nothing oh i'm nobody and things like that and then before you know psycho uh, psychoactive uh, psychotic cases you know begin to sort in and if care is not taken people like that resorting to uh, substance abuse mm. You see a lot of people who say, oh, let me go and take a bottle of alcohol to cool down my tension. Which tension? You know, <laughs> would they have to take well, it? There, the there, there are a lot so, of tensions in this country. Um, um, <laughs> um, there's a lot of economic hardship. Um, I would I would move to the next person. Dr. Lucas sat long. A lovely morning to you. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you very much. It's good to have you here. Um, he was mentioning how mental health crosses across every sector of the country, apart from the country, every parish starter that you go to, it cuts across. And, and one of the things that um, we have seen so far has to be the current economic hardship that Nigerians are facing at the moment. Now, a lot of people have come up with the argument that, yeah, it happens in other climes. It, it's, not, it's not new. It's not really peculiar to us as a people. I remember after the president made that statement, fair subsidy is gone. I know how it, the rancor that, that it caused. A lot of people went into what we call a pandemonium. Everybody was panic buying and, and, all, of, and all of those things. And panic has to, so, has to be one of the symptoms of of you coming down with a mental health that you're always having panic attacks and hoping you're thinking something is going to happen when it's not going to happen um i wanted to ask you with all of these things that have happened do you think that um when it comes to government policies quite all right they factor in mental health that oh before i make a statement let it appeal to the audience or before i write a speech where let me consider emotional intelligence when I'm, I'm delivering this speech do you think that they put into cognizance some of these things especially when they are addressing nigerians because a lot of people think they just go up um there's a camera in front of them they just say it as it is and they've told you and they've told you then you you all should clap and just you know go relax wow it's a very um good observation and um, good question. I think um, the issue of mental health is something that um, is often being neglected generally. Mm. There's so much ignorance and um, let me say neglect when it comes to mental health, even among the general populace, Nigeria, Africa, 
and the world at large but the problem is more in the western world in terms of awareness in terms of uh, uh, taking people uh, their mental health seriously mm. recent research reveals that one out of eight persons globally uh, have are having mental health condition and then one out of four people in their lifetime will have mental health condition this is why the issue of mental health is very important mm. you see um there is a little challenge here um i think it was uh, the united nations secretary general uh, antonio guterres recently that was making a statement concerning this year's world, world mental health day and mm -hmm. he made a very important observation the fact that uh, the world generally governments all over the world they are giving more attention to physical health than mental the health, health. Mm. you know if you check the even budgeting of nations it, it talk about spending in terms of health how much governments across the world budget for health mm. you will see that majority of the budget in billions of dollars goes into physical health at the expense of mental health but what we fail to realize is that mental health can even affect physical health in fact a lot of physical health challenges sickness bodily ailment people suffer mm. actually has its roots in mental health the world health organization define health as a state of complete uh, physical mental and social well-being and not just the absence of disease or infirmity mm -hmm. i want you to take note of that definition that health is not just physical there is a mental dimension to health there is a physical dimension so mental health has to do with uh, it, it includes uh, your psychological well-being cognitive well-being your emotional well-being you know your social well-being it, it has to do with your all-round wholeness wellness is 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 an holistic concept is an all-inclusive thing and um the 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 government of nigeria just like uh, my brother is saying here yes even though bills have been passed into law and all of that but there is weak implementation partly because of lack of political will and uh, you know the the nigeria with their general problem of that lackadaisical attitude when it comes to especially mental health mm -hmm. because mental health issues are not easily uh, they, don't, they, they don't easily grab people's attention until when the symptoms becomes worse uh, and when we say mental health, it, it is not just only mental illness. You know, when people talk of mental health, they, they think of uh, illness. Mm. No, no, no. It's more about wellness, mental wellness, than even mental illness. Yeah. Mm. Yes. And yeah. that's very important. The government need to do something. Uh, they, are, they, have try, they are trying, but they can do they better. They can do better. Because we are far behind. Mm. 
All right. Let me come to you, uh, Mr. Matthew. Um, during the 2023 budget um, for health, uh, health, the health sector had one of the highest allocation, I think over like one trillion and, and, and around that number. Um, he was just mentioning the weak implementation and there's no political will. In as much as, yes, we would focus on the government to, to help in to help tackle such problems, we would still come back to what the individual roles we have yeah. to play before we, we wrap up the show. But I want to I want to still focus on the political angle of, of this whole thing. Um, he mentioned poor political will. Um, I remember, as I was saying before he came in, um, there was a suggestion that our political leaders be subjected to counseling, go yeah. through this test uh, to ascertain if they're fit to run for office. Uh, but we didn't see that. Uh, we did that. That didn't see the light of day. We just it was swept under the carpet and everyone moved on. And do you do you think that um, the government are focusing on other things? Yes, we have peculiar problems. Our economy is the way it is, and I'm, I'm sure the government too is trying to see how they can put one or two things together to cushion the effect of some of these things. There are also environmental problems. We're having dust haze everywhere we're mm. seeing pollution everywhere mm. do you think that is it this is a cumbersome thing for the government to achieve uh i wouldn't say it's cumbersome for the government to achieve if government will do the right thing mm. that is the condition if government will do the right thing it is something that is achievable attainable and we can achieve success in it mm. policies are there when you talk about laws, policies, Nigerians were good in having policies in place. Mm. But where the challenges lies is the implementation. You dare find out that most people who even make these laws are the ones who break them the most. Mm. The lawmakers make laws that, oh, every institution, every organization should have a counselor for counseling mental wellness and other things. You know, uh, even in motor parks, you see, they say don't drink and drive. Mm. You see your driver, after loading, he just park aside and then say he want to buy something. He's not buying something. Maybe he want to energize himself and then, you know, a lot of things. So we have those policies. But where the implementation comes, how many of, like you said, how many of the lawmakers are ready to subject themselves to uh, mental health uh, examination. Uh, examination, examination. Mm. you know? Don't be surprised that a lot of them are even under substance abuse. Mm. You know, they pass through meetings upon meetings and then they feel, oh, I need to always be on one uh, analgesic or pain reliever and so many of those things. And before you know, it becomes part and parcel of you. It becomes an abuse. Alcohol, so many substance abuse. And then in the name of trying to relieve and get wellness. Mm. A lot of people have gone into substance abuse. So those policies are there, but the implementation is, is, is what is questionable. Like I said, government has a role to play. Individuals have a role to play. Yes. Okay? The truth is, government cannot provide everything. But the basics. So that's where the government comes in. Mm. The basic is very, very important. They provide the basic. But the uh, little support that comes from individuals, you know, uh, like I said, uh, a common slogan before they say Nigerians are suffering and smiling. Mm. You know, we always accommodate a lot of things, even that seems not bearable. I, 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 I was uh, reading a, a small abstract some time ago. They say, look, uh, if you give uh, an average Nigeria a very hefty money and say, okay, remove one kidney. He, he even volunteer himself, say, after all, uh, what is what it is to do for me? Just remove one. Mm. You know, that's to 
show you the extent of mental <laughs> wellness mm. in individuals. And if these policies are there, and then there are cross-carpeting policies that are uh, contradicting each other, definitely the policies on mental health will not come to be. Mm. Okay? Mm. Because if the economy is not uh, friendly, uh, uh, families cannot eat three square meal a day, mm. uh, you know, you go out you without a hope of what to come back with and so many a lot of people are just eating from hand to mouth mm. so if the policies of mental health is there and then the environment uh other cross carpeting policies are contradicting each other definitely you know uh, we won't be able to achieve progress so uh, there's a need a robust mm. uh interaction both from uh, the ministry of health the ministry of environment the economy and even individuals themselves. Yeah, let's let's come down to the individual. Let's come to I'll come to you, Doctor Luca, on that one. Um, let's start from foundation because um, you, when I mean foundation, that's from cradle. Um, one of the things that I know that um, in educational sectors in schools, you have a GNC guidance and counselling section of a school, um, but you find that most of the time that um, students don't really use. GNC and um, that's his guiding and counseling. They don't go there because they have a notion or they have not been able to establish trust mm. with whoever is there because some some will say I talked to this person and before you know it my mom is asking me funny questions you get or my parents are asking me funny questions. How then can we tackle it from the found foundation? Okay, how can we tackle this whole mental health, taking mental health really seriously, making it key, making it fundamental? How do we tackle that? Yeah, thank you for that question. In fact, that's why we are here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's why we are doing this awareness campaign on programs like this. Because like I said earlier, there's a lot of uh, ignorance and neglect in the area of mental health. First of all, we need to make individuals globally mm. to be aware of the importance of their mental health. And they are the number one uh, stakeholders here. Yes. You know, in fact, the government should not be more serious about the me your mental health than mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. You know, in as much as the government also have their role to play, but you, your health should be your number one priority. There is this popular saying that health is wealth. Yes. How true? You know, health is wealth. So, it starts with you prioritizing your mental health. You have to prioritize it. Then, secondly, um, you need to understand that mental health is a universal human right. Mm. You know, it's not a privilege. Mm. Mental health is not a privilege. It's your universal human right, you know, just like you have right to life, right to uh, dignity, right, every other right, freedom. You know, mental right is one of your universal human rights. In fact, under Article 14 of the Human Rights Act, you know, we deserve protection against discrimination based on mental illness. Now, for those with mental illness, you know, they suffer a lot of stigma, a lot of discrimination from people, family, society, friends, etc. Mm. You know, but many of them don't know that under Article 14 of the Human Rights Act that they have a right, you know, not to be discriminated against because of their mental illness. You know, and also we the general populace, we also have a right to work 
without burnout and being overworked. Mm. You know, very few people know this. You know, is is not right. It's against your men, human mental health right for you to be overworked to the point that you are suffering burnout in your place of work and all of that. You know, sometimes uh, bosses and employers, mm. they want to overwork people. You know, you see people work, work for very lengthy hours, no break, no time to even eat, you know. Mm. It affects them mentally. Even their productivity. is affected. It depreciates, yeah. Mm. It's affected. But they don't know that they have the right not to be overworked. Mm. They have the right not to suffer burnout. You know, as a medical doctor, there are some patients that uh, we have seen and we have managed that uh, is not any physical illness that they were suffering from. Mm. It's just stress, over stress in their place of work. You know, these are mental health issues that needs to be seriously looked into. Now, there are so many stressors in life mm. from the economy, if I look at Nigeria economy right now, it's depressing. Mm. And you know, depression is the most, in fact, it's the number one mental Key. health issue mm. in the world. The number one mental health condition. The leading one is depression. And major depression is a leading cause of suicide worldwide. In fact, it is said that statistically, um, People between age, young people, the young population, 15 to 29 years of age, that depression, major depression, is the fourth leading cause of death among that age group. Mm. Young people globally, 15 to 29 years. That's to tell you how important mental health is, you know. So people need to be aware and then they need to take the right step to protect their mental health. You know, financial issues can be a major cause of mental stress that yes. can cause mental health issues. Mm -hmm. uh, family issues, marital stress, you know, marital disharmony, a marriage that is dysfunctional, you know, can be a cause. Marital uh, breakdown can be a cause. Even divorce, you know, and then also, relationship issues, especially among young people, mm. is a major, as in relationship heartbreak or relationship. I think, I think for people who <laughs> voted for the first time this um, f first time this year had their first heartbreak politically. <laughs> so uh, election, okay. election yes, heartbreak. Yes. They had I, after that, uh, uh, the after the election in February, both the presidential and gubernatorial, there were if our mental health cases rose up. Mm. There were so many post-traumatic uh, stress disorders mm. you know when let's say the person you expected to win maybe as president or as governor did didn't end up winning mm. it, it has a way of destabilizing people's mental health people became emotionally unstable some people were mentally affected they couldn't even concentrate now these are mental health issues mm. that most of us don't know some people have been victims of abuse, victims of rape. All these things, they, they are left with uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. And that's another mental health issue. Anxiety disorder, you talk of mood disorders, mm. uh, depression, bipolar affective disorder. These are mental health illnesses, schizoaffective disorders, you know. Uh, we, I can go on and on. But here is the bottom line. You must 
be very intentional about protecting your mental health. If mm -hmm. you are working in a toxic environment, your workplace is toxic, it's not good for your mental health. Please, if, if you cannot do anything to change that atmosphere, then it's better you resign and leave that place because your mental health is more important than the salary you are earning. Mm. You can earn that salary, but because of the toxic environment, is damaging your health, and it's just a matter of time. The cumulative effect can lead to something terrible. So we've seen people, uh, even some bank uh, officials earning good salary, we've seen them depressed, mm. super major depression. Some people have committed suicide. Very even true. medical doctors have committed suicide. I'm aware of a medical doctor that wrote PLAP 2. This exam, the right to practice uh, me uh, medical for, for medical practice in the UK and all of that. Mm. He, he wrote PLAP 2. He, ha he, he has been writing this exam. He failed first time, failed severally. Now, this last time, he decided to give it a try. And he had borrowed money. He was indebted to, to write this exam. Mm. And in his mind, he has to pass. You know, he, had, he has made his plan to Japan out of Nigeria, to the mm -hmm. UK, to practice, you know. And unfortunately, he failed that plan too. He couldn't so take it. His expectations were cut short. His, his expectations were cut short. He became so depressed. He went into major depression. He, he committed suicide. Mm. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for that, Dr. Luca. Let me come to you, Dr. Machi, before we open the phone lines for our listeners to be a part of the conversation this morning. So how can we address this address this whole um, stigma that comes with mental health. Um, I, w I wouldn't say globally because mm. um, I want us to focus right here in Nigeria. How can we address it that people do not longer feel like, oh, I can't air out my problems or, you know, as he was men mentioning the toxic environment and all of that um, just came to my mind. Some people do not want to leave their workspace because they are scared of not finding another place to mm. work and the economic hardship that is there, I, where I get my daily pay. pay from, where else would I get it from? What would I be doing with myself? So how do we address all of these things? Because we can talk about it over and over and over again, but how do we address it? How can people um, protect their mental health? How can the government help people to, to do that? How can society um, groups help people to be able to maintain, I would call it sanity, in, the, in this pandemonium that we're facing in this country? Thank you very, very much. There are various ways to approach it. It's a multifaceted uh, approach. Mm -hmm. Individuals have a role to play. Government have a role to play. Uh, first, let me address uh, some of the myths mm. with mental health. You know, part of the myth is that uh, people with mental health issues are volatile. They are they are unstable people. They are like uh, the mad people. You know, and uh, like the common slogan, we say that every individual have five minutes uh, madness per day. <laughs> so when you see, and you know, these days we have even colorize it and package it where we say mood swing it's, a, it's having its mood swing and things mm. like that you know uh people also believe in the myth that uh once you are diagnosed you will never recover and <laughs> uh, you know mm. even in some relationship they say have you checked their family history i hope they don't have uh, <laughs> mental disorder <laughs> cases yes you know? yes we've heard that uh, you know those are myths uh, those are myths around uh, mental health and mm. i can tell you we have a lot of people Every Nigeria, everybody has come down with one mental health challenges or the other. Some have recovered. It's your ability to recover from stress mm. and to take off the stressor. What is stressing you? Okay, yeah. to take off the stressor. So some people also believe in the myth that uh, mental people with mental health are not productive. 
so you don't need to engage them for work and things like that so uh, i can tell us for real that mental health is real it is important uh everybody has it so when you talk about stigma stigma is a global thing now how do we address it so one is to believe that everybody has it this money we're looking for Oh, I don't want to lose my job. We're Everybody's looking for, looking money. for money. <laughs> you understand? Everybody's yes. looking for this food. We're saying that people cannot eat three square meal per day. Do you know that sometimes when you hear some uh, other people's challenge, you go and thank God for your own. I say, ah, I, I was even thinking my own is the worst. So I mm. never knew that. But you understand? So everybody is in need. Even politicians these days are crying. Imagine mm. when subsidy was removed. The first set of people that cried out were politicians, that they can no longer sustain their vehicles, their drivers, and things like that. So everybody is in it. Mm. And I can tell you, one of the major ways to address stigma is that it is not a permanent situation. Mm. Our government of the day has been giving us a slogan of uh, hope, hope, hope. Renewed hope. Renewed hope. But, you know, uh, uh, when you have long waiting period for a renewed hope, mm. it's it, it setting depression. No. You understand? Mm. It's setting depression. And before you know, the thought of committing suicide will come because when the hope is no longer hopeful, then... What do you uh, want them to do? <laughs> so, but for stigma, know it that you are not the only one in it. Mm. You are not the only one uh, passing through that challenge. And uh, to go a little spiritual, that look, your trust should be in God. Uh, some may believe that, oh, if I jackpa, I will... It would solve it. It will solve it. I can tell you, over there, they have their own challenges. True, very, the stigma true. over there is also it's there. Yeah, right. You understand? So it's mm. a, the stigma is a global phenomenon. And everybody, one, encourage and motivate yourself that, look, I can make it. Okay, I can make it. I am going out believing in God that today is going to be good. It's going so to be do so all oh, within. Um, they call it aff affirmations, telling yourself uh -huh. that yes, giving um, yourself good mm, affirmations that look positive. I am not the only one in it. In fact, some people's situation is even worse than my own. I'm a prayer point of some people. Yeah, true. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> so I'm a prayer. Despite my challenges, mm. I am also a prayer point for some people. So that can help one. Then, in terms of um, professionalism, mm. we have always advocated in that... In 30 uh, seconds, so that we can counselors, allow business to be Counselors should maintain privacy. Mm. Privacy. So, once you, you build confidence in your counselor, you build to open up. True. And then you build to uh, have a sense of relief that... Uh, uh, you can make it. All right. Um, we'll open the phone lines right now for you to be a part of the conversation this morning. Yes, the number to call 090-55-66-6699 or 0812187777. I'll take it again, 090-55-66-6699 or 0812187777. Those are the numbers to call to be a part of the show this morning. And on our social media platforms, we're asking you, how can we better help Nigerians struggling with mental health issues when so few have access to professional help, how best can we help Nigerians struggling? Don't forget again, 090 555 Hello, good morning. All right, do well to call us back. Hello, good morning. Do well to call us back. 090 555 Hello, good morning. Good morning. Morning. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? My name is Martin. Calling from South Africa. All right, Martin. Go ahead. All right. Well, let me first let me comment on this. I already analyzed what is going on very well. 
observation I made, based on the counseling issue he said, mm. let, let me use a spiritual counseling for example. A spiritual counseling, let me use a Reverend Father, for instance. Some of not all of them, some of them. When a member shares his feeling or has sometimes, sometimes they will not put the person's name, but what the person said to them, they will be kind of using it to make a joke of If they are kind of something that they are that saying, they may bring out that, that, that thing that is pointed to them, to the public, but they, they will not call the person's name, but my, for my own feeling, that's my own understanding. I don't it is wise to share person's thoughts in the public. Okay. All right, thank you so much for your contribution this morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Morning, welcome to the show. What's your yeah. name? Where are you calling us from? Good morning, my sister. Good morning, doctors in the studio. My name is Comrade Mazi Patrick Okoroka. I'm calling from major school here in Angola. Just welcome to the show. Research have shown that most of, in the short, that 60 to 70 percent of Nigerians mm. that have hypertension, either for one reason or another, even. Institutions, whether university, polytechnic, college, they distinct students to everybody have that sort of problem. Mm. Now, you ask yourself, a student will finish his program, first semester, he will not see results, second semester, he will not see results. At the end of the day, he will be there two years, three years, he cannot graduate. Mm. Is it not creating another problem? That's another matter. But the question is this it is good for Nigerians to be going to take their shots, go for, and disaster, be going for tests. Every, every, every month or quarterly, it will help us at least today. And this issue of uh, people talk about uh, recession, recession or fuel subsidy. It is not only this fuel subsidy that created a lot of problems, like what the guest said about the, the, the result of the election. Yes, but the question is we have to be very, very careful because both um, Dick and Harris, small students, if they don't take care of their health, it's another problem. Before he talks about Robinson, the quarter to go, but the quarter to go, nobody can. And you should tell as much as possible that when people rush to the hospital, hmm. the, just, the nurses or the doctors the police should please help and attend to them, not to wait for police reports. But right. this issue of police report creates a lot of problems in this country. Hmm. I don't know, because why not start treating the person? Because before the person did, you make sure they bring police report. Not a question of if you don't bring people. Even as I was coming at this point, a boy was driving a car on his own. I don't know what happened. No. He just went by the roadside. This uh, the example. He shot the cricket on. Everybody would have to stop. Mm. The boy was lying down flat on the ground. But we had, thank God, by the time we collected the boy's phone number, the brother came that they took the boy to the hospital. This is not, nobody knows his own problem. Mm. So not the people should not be exchanging blows. This is sure Somebody's showing you language. You a lot of problems for Nigeria. All right, Mazi, please have a morning. Thank you so much for. Your contribution zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine or zero eight one two one eight seven 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 seven. Those are the numbers to call to be a part of the show this morning. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning, and the girl and your guest is Radio Mama. I don't know, calling from Rancia. Good morning, Radio Mama. Um, Go ahead. Um, this mental health thing. The problem is that we don't even know what mental health is. That's even the issue. Mm. And I've read Nigerian things that mental health means that you'll be. You'll be uh, naked on the streets as a mad person. Mm. It's far from that. Mm. You know, uh, the last time I checked, because of the economic situation in the country today, uh, they said uh, out of every uh, eight persons, 
one person has mental uh, health. And that is uh, when you don't have the ability to deal with the day-to-day activities, you're not able to be productive uh, in whatever you've done all that. So that's it. So most of us, we have it without knowing that we have it. Mm. Now, so for me, to overcome it, depression is one of the things, anxiety. So let's learn to live or take life one step at a time. Me, I'm not waiting for my, me and my household. We're not waiting for government. If you're waiting for government, then you're going to die. Be content with what you have. Mm. Form the habit of developing shock absorbers or coping uh, mechanisms. Imbibe your love and life. Positive thinking. Avoid nursing the idea that you are worse off in life. There's an institution that has, has inspired me. I have it boldly in my house, the sitting room. I was crying. I had no uh, shoes until I saw someone without legs. Mm. So in, 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 in the words of Robert H. Tula, sometimes never last, but tough people do. Mm. What you are passing through now is a passing phase. This too shall come to pass. So suicide should be out of it. Mm. I don't, there's no excuse to go and commit suicide because we are passing through a passing phase. Thank you so much, Radio Mama. And the last call we'll take for today. Hello, good morning. All right, do well to call back. Still 0905566699 or 0812187777. Hello, good morning. All right, do well to call us back. Well, we'll head on to our social media platform this morning. Don't forget www.facebook.com forward slash JFM Joss and off Twitter JFM Joss. You should go right there and put in your comment and we're asking you today on the show how can we better help nigerians struggling with mental health issues when so few have access to professional help and god we see some are seriously some are serious mentally health um i'm trying to make sense of what he wrote but i'll come back to that david max sambo is saying mental illness in nigeria is very rampant because of the high effect of drug abuse physical and emotional traumas as a result of the malgovernance of the kind of government we have today that doesn't care about the welfare of the citizens keep bringing policies that are anti-people in nature and albert akaya dagzai saying nigeria needs more attention surrounding mental health issues because we are all suffering from one mental disorder or the other stemming from our leadership flaws to policies deficiency to anger transmission between us but little is being done to address the mental state of individuals in our country all hands must be on deck to curb the disaster staring us in the eye good morning and kevin lewis is saying mental health is a very serious issue in nigeria how then would these politicians make promises and then refuse to implement it and they still go about blaming nlc when a planned strike is announced is it not a mental disease so all this public office holders should be tested against mental illnesses to ascertain whether they are fit to rule or not and asobagum francis is saying why we are suffering from mental health challenges is because of the anomalies happening in the country bad leadership management lack of contentment greediness manipulation systemic trust deficits anti-massist policies mismanagement luxurious lifestyle bribery and at every stage of life and lastly the hardship faced by the masses now on issues of livelihood and Prince Jakey is saying, good morning. Most primary and secondary schools don't have GNC units. And those that have it lack personnel who would attend to pupils on students. Most people go for alcohol when they're under depression, which is not helpful mm-hmm. at all. It makes it worse. Abubakar Osman is saying, the mental illness for now is because of inadequate government interventions and lack of poor funding. And people become their own self-doctors instead of visiting doctors and a lot of stress. Ayuba Moses 
Kwanga is saying mental health issues in is the inc- is in the increase because of drugs, drug abuse, economic hardship, depression, poor health facilities, poor funding, and corrupt leaders. That's all we would take for now on the show. But before we leave, um, finally, um, let's talk about our own individual roles, what they can do, how they can help for, um, to help um, eradicate. Not completely eradicate or just help. <laughs> yes, I want to say eradicate. Yes, to reduce your cope. cope and manage. Yeah. Yes, because we it's it's still something it's that a would continue. O- it's a continue. It would occur uh. o- occur as we as we go on. So, Doctor Luca, how can individuals? What role can individuals play in in all of this? Yeah, thank you very much. In yeah. sorry, in forty seconds. Okay, you may not be able to eliminate the stressors of this mental health Mm. issues but you can uh, choose how you respond to it Mm. somebody uh, once said life is not about what happens to you is how you respond you need to understand that protecting your mental health is your number one duty you are the first person to play even before the government before the society you must be the number one custodian of your mental health. Yes, you can choose to respond to the negativities, the the stressors, financial stress, uh, all manner of economic stress, uh, relationship stress, marital stress, all those things that are triggers mm. for uh, negative mental health condition. You can choose to respond differently, respond with the right mental attitude. You know, what happens to you is not as important as how you respond. Mm. So respond the right way. Choose to be happy. even Regardless. In, regardless mm. of what is happening in Nigeria or across the world. You mm. can be positive in a negative world. It's mm. a choice. Mm. It you actually can. is a choice. Your perspective matters a lot. Because you may not be able to eliminate all these stressors from it. Right. Your mental health is your responsibility. Mm. Is your fundamental human right yeah right i want to thank you so much because of our time we have to pay bills very soon and you know that is via the bills that i get money to <laughs> so, <that laughs> <laughs> so i want to thank you so much mr matthew adewale who is a public health practitioner med lab scientist at in youth thank you so much dr lucas Satlon, for coming from much. avalanche of glory ministry International. a lovely it was a lovely time here thank you so much for coming and enlightening our listeners this morning don't forget it is a choice you stay happy regardless of the situation give yourself some words of affirmation and make yourself feel extra good the news comes up by 10 o'clock right here on j101.9 fm you want to keep your eyes locked on do have a lovely tuesday morning this is jfm podcast 